Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, multiple new champions have been crowned at NXT New Year's Evil. Jake Atlas is all elite. Is a dream signing, quote-unquote, coming to AEW soon? And Seth Rollins has got a new name. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. We are going to kick things off today by talking about last night's special New Year's Evil edition of NXT 2.0, which was... For me, the best episode of NXT 2.0 so far. Oh, good matches, big developments. Nothing too silly. It was a good time. Yeah. Big developments coming out of this show. The most, uh, the hugest one of them allest one of allest. <laughs> Braun Breaker is the new NXT champion. Defeated uh, Tommy Champa in the main event to claim the belt. It was, of course, his second shot at the gold. He lost. Was it Halloween Havoc? He lost that. Possibly, yes. It was in October, anyway. Yeah. But he won it the second time of asking. It's only his ninth televised match in WWE, so it's a cool story for him, but it was a really great match. I was critical of the first one, but Mm -hmm. I thought this one was held together a lot more. The guys looked more comfortable in the ring with each other. Obviously, Ciampa's been very good for a long time, but Braun Breaker, I think, looked better than he ever has in his nine matches. (laughs) Uh, But yes, it was very good. And after they went off the air, by the way, they got Rick Steiner out to celebrate with his son. Why? That's cool. Oh, oh, God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought Mr. Breaker would be in there to celebrate. <laughs> Rick, Rick Breaker. <laughs> Barry Breaker, his uncle, who does maths in promos in TNA. The other title change of the night, although I guess it's not really a title change because they've unified the belts and now he's going by North American champion only. Yeah. But still, Carmelo Hayes, he beat Roderick Strong in the opener. Yeah. Roddy was the Cruiserweight champion. Of course, Carmelo was the North American champion. Those have been combined together. Uh, Hayes is the guy. He, what, was he like 26, 27 yeah, years like old? That. Young, exciting wrestler for me one of the most exciting guys on the whole brand maybe someone who isn't getting as much attention and coverage as a breaker um, but I think I'm even more excited about Hayes going forward either yeah. way good show title changes yes yeah love Roderick Strong I think he's phenomenally talented but I think that was the right decision Carmelo Hayes is a real star of theirs going forward uh, especially on this brand in terms of how they've utilised NXT 1.0 talent to put over NXT 2.0 talent as you've exemplified there so happy for Bron Breaker like you say I think if, if you asked him he'd probably admit that he has <laughs> again nine matches but <laughs> he wasn't ready when he first faced yeah, Tommaso Ciampa sure. I think they told a nice story and it was a, this was a far better match to be crowned champion in uh, kicked out bloody everything basically one with the Steiner recliner just call him Steiner I don't yeah. get it yeah unless there's like some kind of copyright issue somewhere with the name Steiner but then just call him Rex Steiner yeah just call him Braun Rex that's a cool name as well either way um, yeah I thoroughly enjoyed the show yeah really good, enjoyed it good stuff especially the Von Wagner segment 
always and, a favourite here. And Good great to see Walter back in NXT, and I really enjoyed that match with Imperium, MSK, and Riddle. That's why Hamlet's not in the office today. Ah. Working from home. No. He looked great, by the way. He did. He's in good shape. Yeah, very good. Uh, speaking of a former NXT star, oh, look at that. Jake Atlas is now an AEW star. Jake Atlas is all elite. This was confirmed. Uh, he wrestled on Dark, uh, and he was singing his praises off the back of that. He was that. awesome. But yeah. this was confirmed on Twitter last night by the one and only Tony Khan, of course. Uh, he tweeted, congratulations on winning your tryout match last night, Jake Atlas. What a great AEW debut. And now at Kenny Marquez... Jay Catless's name on Twitter uh, and in real life I should probably say <laughs> uh, I'll see you tomorrow night in Newark at the debut of AW Dynamite on TBS of course Dynamite yes starts on TBS tonight safe travels welcome to the team Jay Catless is all elite now Jay Catless of course uh, seemingly stepping away from wrestling in September yeah. of last year he was part of the budget cuts all the bollocks releases WWE did. I think his was the uh, early August release, um, 6th of August, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And, yeah, he is someone who we really enjoyed watching on yeah, NXT. Yeah. Uh, thought he was underutilised there, and I think he's going to really flourish in AEW if given the opportunity. Yeah, I felt really bad for Jake in his situation when he was cut by WWE because he ended up signing for WWE over the emergent AEW because it was his childhood dream to go to yeah. WWE and have a go of it and everything else. And... This came on the back of him kind of surging and rising up as one of the hottest up-and-comers on the indie circuit. He went to WWE and it didn't work out. And it's a shame it's not his fault by any stretch of the imagination. And, you know, he was never really a particularly consistent televised figure. He was never in massive programs or anything. I don't think he got much of a chance there. And then he comes out of the company. He says he wants to leave wrestling for a bit to take care of his mental health. Uh, it was kind of sad to see someone with his potential potentially dropping out of the business but you, obviously you've got to look after your mental health uh, he comes back in he had a really good squash against Serpentico on Dark I believe at the tapings they did something where Tony Khan came out and uh, like it addressed him on stage and stuff so when you hear stuff like that and see stuff like that you think ah something mm. something's going on here but yeah good for Jake man I think he's a really talented guy he's like 27 as well he's still really young uh, looking forward to more from him. More one, cartwheel DDT. Oh, I was going to say, one of my favourite finishers in wrestling. It's so I cool, absolutely man. love that. I popped out of my chair the first time I saw it. Yeah, so talented. Best luck to him in AEW. Looking forward to seeing what comes next. Now, Tony Khan, he's been he's been talking. Oh. By the way... Oh, I'll, good. I'll, yeah, not, not a great <laughs> sign lately. I would say as well that, by the way, announcing a new signing is probably a more productive use of Tony Khan's Twitter than yeah. the bad decision he made on social media Jeez. over the weekend. That was that was not good. Right. He's been talking, however, to Josh Woods of Z100. New interview talking about new potential signings coming to AEW. When asked if there were dream signings coming to AEW, Tony said, there is. They are in North America and they're coming pretty soon. And it's going to be awesome. I'm very Excited. So, AW has shown no signs of slowing down. Who have we got in 2022 so far? Jake Atlas and Mercedes Martinez. The year is, <laughs> check notes, five days old. Or was Mercedes technically last year? I don't know. The days are all soup to me at they the moment. They signed so many people last year. <laughs> it's wild. It's wild. But we're going with two in 2022, even though that's technically wrong. Whatever. <laughs> um, but it sounds like they're not slowing down. Now, we, you can speculate on things like this. I think the biggest names on the market would be your your Bray Wyatt's and your Braun Strowman's mm-hmm. but you'll also have people like Johnny Gargano and Keith Lee coming up once their non-competes expire mm-hmm. as well so there's lots of names speculate away it's Gangrel <laughs> it's not but I can tell you exclusively according to my sources who it is he said it was going to be a dream signing 
and no offence to who I'm about to say, because like you say, you think Dream Sign, you think someone like a Keith Lee or a Bray Wyatt or uh, Gargano, obviously. Yeah. Three words, Scotty Too High. That's who they're signing. He's mint. He's back. He does the worm. He can spell AEW or whatever you want to do in amongst all that. He went 23 minutes with Joey Janela the other great. day. Crazy. He great. He did. He did. He's not signing him yet, though. You need him in the Rumble first. But, you know, eventually they'll be. Like, oh, he's going to do a Christian. Are they going to debut him at Revolution? <laughs> Would you like? Honestly, <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm excited to, to these dream signings, but, like, not to put a downer on all this, but do you think there is going to be some, not necessarily releases, but uh, contracts not being renewed? Because that roster is far too big. Oh, now. yeah, definitely. Like, they, they've reached a point where they do have too many people that they can utilize on their mainline TV shows. Uh, yeah, I, you're going to see people leave the company for sure. Yeah. Uh, you're going to have more people coming out and, and telling their stories and outlining their experiences in the company. Uh, I believe that the first round of contracts is up for renewal and expiration this year. So we'll see some movement on that and we'll cover it as it comes out. Yeah, a quick sure. word as well, uh, specifically to Tony Khan, when those people, you know, do leave and, you know, you decide not to renew their contract, maybe don't wait a few weeks, days, whatever you want to say, and then just tweet, yeah, I didn't renew it because they're crap anyway. <laughs> just don't tweet. Just just don't tweet, Tony. Just don't tweet. Just do your mad tweets of like, hey, Fox News, uh, what's Dynamite tonight or whatever it was. <laughs> That's fine, but just don't slag off Big Swole or try and name all of the successful black people on your roster in a single tweet because that's yeah. not a great exactly look no if you think about it at all. but yes there are too many names in AEW and a person who's got too many names now is Seth Rollins he's got a new name Andy Murray he's not Seth Rollins don't worry they haven't called him like Seth Farter or something like that. <laughs> he's still got the Seth and the Rollins part they've just hoied in a big name in the middle you probably could see this coming if you watch Monday Night Raw they were really going hard on it he is now Seth freaking Rollins. They've changed his name on WWE.com. Uh, the, the bio now reads, this is Seth freaking Rollins. He's really freaking good. Everything I like that, that they do with him on television, and yet they still go, now how can we screw that up? <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? Because like, the, the freak Seth freaking Rollins was like five years yeah, ago, what? wasn't it? And then they just brought it back on Raw like like they were really hammering it, weren't they? Uh, so it's no great surprise. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stray from the path here. I actually quite like this because I when I saw this story first, I looked at it and I was like, this what idiots! This is lame. <laughs> but then I was like, hold on a minute, Seth Rollins' character is a moron. Yes. So it's like you know he comes in with the suits and he's a megalomaniac and he thinks he's the Joker or whatever. <laughs> I've, yeah. For me, this is suitably stupid. I'm yeah, kind of into it. At least he's not just Seth or Rollins <laughs> or Seth Drip God Rollins oh or something God. like that. <laughs> Thank goodness for small mercies, basically. But yeah, oh expect God. to see more mid middle names being hoied onto people yeah. because that's the thing that Vince has woken up today and decided to do apparently. that's the thing about Seth Rollins isn't it I think I've seen evaporated rivers with more drip than him but I think that's the point as well yeah so exactly there we go. right let's move on to your Twitter questions <laughs> at what culture WWE of course we're going to get in touch with us uh, first question today comes from Ryan Ahad who says do you think AEW should still introduce a trios belt or should they introduce a TBS Tag Team Championship belts. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Um, I, I'm assuming by TBS Tag Team title belt, we mean a women's mm, division. I, yes. To line up with the, the TBS title. For me, I would still prefer the trios titles. Yeah. I think there are more interesting in-ring and storytelling possibilities with the 
massive amount of groups you have involving male wrestlers in AEW. I think that's just a little bit more viable at the moment. Um, but the women's division is growing. We've said in the past that we didn't want to see any kind of women's tag team championships until there was enough people there and enough natural tag teams to justify it. But we've seen in recent months with more people coming in. Obviously, we've got Ty J. Uh, we've got the Bunny and Penelope Ford. What a ridiculous street fight the other. We said it yesterday, but it was so awesome. Uh, it looks like not. Mercedes Martinez. She's coming in. She's feuding with Funda Rosa, uh, with Jay Cargill. Seemingly, they're friends and stuff. So there, there are alliances growing. But for me, a trio's title is still the answer. Yeah, I think you've literally only just—you've not—it's not been crowned yet, has it? You've only just got another women's title being yeah. brought in, and as that division grows, maybe we can discuss it. But I don't want to overload it. So you've got like three titles with only let's say 10 prominent people yeah. on television 10 prominent women um, uh, competing in and around them and you just having to sort of hoy singles that hate you when they just go up oh, two singles we haven't got anything for you so you're suddenly a tag team for no apparent reason now I think a trio's title like you say we can sit here and reel off probably what 10 teams of three to yeah, be competing for that exactly. easily and I think that's the next step for them um, and I'm you know it's not a mid-card title they would never call it that but the TBS championship you've got for the women now I think is more than enough to cater for people who aren't maybe at the level to compete for the world title just yet. Uh, Rahul V. Krishnan gives us our second question of the day. Rahul says, uh, with WWE failing to build any new main event stars to win the Rumble match, do you think WWE will bring back The Fiend and have him <laughs> win the Rumble, setting up a Reigns versus Fiend match at Mania for the Universal title? Yeah, I mean, I, I, this idea keeps running from my head. I think there's a really good chance we're going to see one of, or both, of Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt in this Rumble. Yeah. Um, um, you know, when you look at them coming out of the company, Braun was on a big money contract cynically because WWE are quite cynical people. You might look at that and say, oh, right, yeah, they're, they're just cutting that contract off and they'll bring him back in on less money. Bray Wyatt, meanwhile, was a proven moneymaker in terms of merch. So once his creative issues that we heard of uh, with Vince, once that's kind of subsided a little bit, bring him back in and make some cash baby I wouldn't be surprised if any of this happened I don't think there's an obvious Royal Rumble winner I think if you're going to go for the, the, the either yeah the either. really like maybe if you're going to go for the idealistic mid-carder who gets elevated thing it might be Damien Priest yeah. but I don't get the impression that he's particularly over for that spot so I was more confident me. <laughs> yeah I was more confident than like Priest and Ripley a few months back yeah. just like they're just keeping them busy with tag stuff or keeping US title stuff away. I don't know. I'm hoping it's Big E. I'm biased, but I'm yeah. hoping it's Big E. Um, but I could easily see, yeah, The Fiend or, or someone like Braun Strowman come daddy. back. Why not? But even if The Fiend does come back, I think they are doing Reigns Lesnar, no, come what may, aside from you know illness or anything like that. So I wouldn't expect it to go in that direction. But yeah, God, Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley's a tasty affair, isn't that it? That would rule. Yeah. Uh, they had a great feud a couple of years yeah. ago as well. Like, really underrated. Went, didn't that, wasn't that the one that they just went, oh, yeah, Corey, Jade, Corey, Jade, Corey Graves can just swear now. Yeah, I thought you called him Cora Jade there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to Cora Jade for not winning the title. Commiserations. Yeah. Uh, Stuart Easter Taylor. Easter's on its way, Andy. Uh, there's there's it mini eggs in the Tesco. We've already referenced the bunny. <laughs> Stuart Easter Taylor gives us our final question. Uh, he read this yesterday, hence why he says, Afternoon, guys. It was great having you back on the news vid today. Question for tomorrow. What's one wrestling opinion of yours that most others would disagree oh, brother <laughs> second day back and we're going to get abuse on social media yeah I, us, I usually keep Thanks, these <laughs> yeah curse you Stuart I usually keep these to myself um, because I don't like people coming at me on no. Twitter um 
Okay, I don't actually know if this is unpopular because I don't get involved in these kind of discussions, but I don't think this Becky Lynch character is any good. Okay. I don't think it's good. It feels unnatural. It doesn't feel like she's particularly comfortable doing it. Everything comes off as kind of forced. The big time Bex nickname is eh. It's just another example of Conor McGregor's really obnoxious influence on pro wrestling. Nobody is able to pull off what Conor McGregor no. does, and I'm not talking about punching old men in pubs. <laughs> uh, Becky's not great at it. Will Ospreay's not great at it in New Japan. I think we need mm. to leave the McGregor influence over here and go back to the old Becky Lynch, who was awesome, because this one kind of sucks. Yeah, I think I think the thing is, is, you know, she's still insanely popular, so she has to yeah. come out and go... Yeah, well, this town sucks to try and get some sort of booze. I don't like your sports just, team. Yeah, that they're not yeah. just piping in. I, I get that. Uh, my unpopular opinion, uh, should I say it? Yeah. Yeah, go on. Is, and I'll, I'll stand by this, Having I will caveat this by saying I haven't been back to watch it, so it's probably not the strongest opinion of mine. But I did like one final beat, Gargano versus Champa, and every time I say it, I get disappointed looks from him and disappointed looks from the Dudley Boys. Andy, come back because you've got to hear this and finally. This and finally, I'll get onto it now, I promise, right? Andy, have you heard about the 90-day fiancé star who farts in jars? Yes. Right, well, <laughs> she uh, had to retire, unfortunately, because she had to go to hospital for farting in a jar too much or something. How's that related to wrestling? John Silver, of course. Of course it's John Silver. John Silver, by the way, before you get any, get any any ideas, he's just tweeted about it. He's not, you know, been revealed as one of the people who pays for it. I'm, I'm getting my digging deeper hole. John Silver tweeted, this is why I never got into the fart game. It's, <laughs> it's an extremely fulfilling career, but the risks aren't worth it. Don't try this at home, kids. Gee whiz. You know, it's a shame this didn't come out the day before because you could have used it for your Zeitgeist heist on the podcast. <laughs> Natalia's back, baby, and we're farting all day. John Silver, what a gem. Who do you think would make the most money from selling their farts at what culture? And why is it Adam Nicholas? <laughs> Adam Nicholas does smell like perfume. Yeah. So, yeah, so probably him. Um, I don't know, man. We've got some pretty prolific farters in here, don't we? <laughs> Don't we? Feel free to speculate in the comment section. Below. Remember the saga of the mad farter? That was yeah. That was something else. Still at large, I hear. <laughs> let's go, let's wrap this up quickly. Farts. Let, let us know your thoughts on that. On that, please, please let us know your thoughts on that in the comment section below. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dudley Boys sitting down to review New Year's Evil from NXT to Bell and look ahead to AEW Dynamite launching on TBS tonight, of course. Uh, you can also let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at What Culture WWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at. You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H today stands for him and Ripper Fart. <laughs> it also stands for Happy Birthday, Adam Cleary. He's taking hey, some well earned time off after holding the fort whilst he did it all by himself. All by man. himself. There Thank was you. no one else here. Thank he had to you make to all Adam those videos. Fair play. Fair Send play. him a happy birthday today at Adam Cleary on Twitter. That. You can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks to Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see. See you soon. Farts. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.